Hello everyone and thank you for checking in with another episode of Reactive Attachments. This is Taylor and I'll be rambling on for less than an hour today about Mother's Day predominantly. And um, I want to start by saying that I hope everybody that um, is listening and your friends, your family, the, the, the women in your life, the matriarchs of your family... Um, all have the best possible day you can tomorrow, which would be May 10th um, of 2020. It is Mother's Day Sunday, and this is a very, very difficult time for the vast majority of people who are in a <clears throat> a relationship and a parental relationship as the nurturing enemy slash mom slash stepmom slash foster mom slash dad's girlfriend that basically raises child, whatever you want to call it. This is a difficult time for those women that are not in a honeymoon, uh, like a new honeymoon phase. They are in their, uh, they are clearly, cognitively, fully able to see the rad child and and the behavior and the manipulations and the, um, you know, the counterintuitive moves that are made every day. There are a lot of people out there who may be just coming to terms with reactive attachment disorder as a diagnosis. What does that mean? And they're still in the belief system of um, change is is on the horizon and they are deeply, <clears throat> deeply, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Combative. They're combative when they, when you discuss the negative feelings that you may be having on something that should otherwise be considered positive. They feel um, almost like personally attacked and they definitely project onto the child or the rad minor that's in the house. So they instantly find ways to um, negate everything you're saying just as though you've experienced in your life with, um, you know, friends and family who are in disbelief of the, of the lifestyle that you are currently engaged in. They don't believe that you're experiencing these things. They don't believe that you are the victim. (laughs) I mean, you know, so they're still kind of on that side of the fence for right now. So there are a lot of reactive attachment disorder families that are still um, honeymooning, and this this podcast may not be for you. Maybe you're you're still going to um, have a good Mother's Day this year. Maybe it'll be a great one for you guys. They're going to have the full on um, acting in in such a way that <clears throat> would lead you to believe that your child is on the up is on the mend, is healing with love and compassion and and patience that your child will beat reactive attachment disorder and that you will not experience any of the things that you hear us discuss or myself discuss on this podcast. That's fine. I will see you later on down the road. Not because I'm condemning the child, not because I'm condemning your relationship, your efforts, your beliefs, or even what the professionals are telling you, but I'm just telling you Um, If you so happen to stumble upon this podcast that it's not correct. It is inaccurate information. Now, I have in 15 years never seen a rod child that has really changed the core behaviors because this is not um, 
it's not that easy. It doesn't work that way. You can't fix um, the, the primal wound um, with a couple of years of love and, you know, compassion and patience. And I do hope that you continue without result or with result to provide that stability, that compassion, that love, and that home that you, um, that you wanted to provide for these children. So speaking of Mother's Day, it's not just Mother's Day, right? Like it's not just Mother's Day, it's Mother's Day, it's Christmas, it's anniversaries, it's, um, you know, all the holidays, any day that's important to you. It's the day that you get promoted. It's the day that you get fired. We talked about that on last podcast. It is anything that isn't about them. It is anything that represents, um, your, you know, that represent, that is representative of a requirement um, for them to show gratitude, whether it's verbally or in their behavior, whatever. Um, if it is, you know, like your anniversary, you're celebrating a big promotion and they have to show up and they have to be about you and not about themselves. You know, there's always room for error and for the shit shows to begin. So you know, when you have 12 months out of the year, you pretty much have some kind of something, it seems like, going on every month. And no matter what happens, no matter what you've done to earn it, no matter what sacrifices you've made, you are never, ever, ever validated from the child, the behavior, the verbal. Um, if, if there is a emulation of verbal validation, it is... It is see-through, transparent, you can see right through it, and you know that there's a motive or an agenda on the other end. So it feels even more insultive in that way. So, um, you know, through all the forums and all the communications that I have, I haven't yawned all day. I swear it's this podcast. So, um... What is it about Mother's Day that is so difficult for these people who have this cognizance and they're aware and they know the, you know, the kind of mental um, disconnect and emotional, psychological disconnect that their child has? Um, they are, you know, they are used to experiencing disappointment from the child or, um, you know, an entitled behavior. So why is, is Mother's Day just a Hallmark card day? It's not like a real true holiday, right? Like, why is it so hard? Why is it that women in this community are canceling entire holidays? Like a whole Sunday that is dedicated to this exact person. Why are they canceling it? And um, the list of scenarios that I tend to drone on with, I'm going to skip as much as I can. I'm going to tell you this. When you are raising a child that is becoming a preteen or is a, becoming a teenager and that child has taken every day that you've looked forward to and they have destroyed it by way of acting literally destructive, destroying their bedroom, destroying the, um, you know, the house or whatever, you know, um, physically accosting a cousin or, you know, using the bathroom on their clothes at church or whatever it may be and they do it. Um, these behaviors, something that's like really out of character, let's say the, the specific behavior, they do it in a way that is, um, a direct insult to whatever type of 
um, vibe you're trying to have. You're trying to relax. It's a constant effort for you. You have to continuously get up and intervene. You have to clean up. You have to, you know, um, have timeout moments. You have to have these disciplinary, um, repetitive disciplinary moments, or it's so extreme that you can't even, you can't even get involved. Um, it's just destruction and chaos when that's happened on your anniversary, your birthday, whatever it may be. Um, and your mother's day event over and over and over again, when your traditions are ruined, when you are, um, all of a sudden dealing with a list of behaviors and, and, um, manipulations and triangulations that are even extreme for your scenario and it's because they know that the day is for you and then you try to okay so now you've had x amount of experiences with that so you tried to um, mitigate that well no matter what effort you put out into the world to mitigate that you are faced with a miserable sunday a miserable Mother's Day, anniversary, birthday, whatever. You are um, intentionally finding, you know, you find that your child is intentionally hurting your feelings. You find that you are being intentionally left out on Mother's Day. That's my experience. Um, and I experienced it year after year. When I lost my own mom and I was like a motherless a daughter grieving um, in a major way. And I was able to hold my grief for... Um, the majority of, of the time in front of her, around her, we talked about things and she was aware of it, but on Mother's Day or on the anniversary of her death or on whatever, you know, uh, the, her birthday, whatever it may be, which her birthday and Mother's Day are back to back. Um, yeah, those days when I needed the space to grieve, to feel my feelings, um, I don't have my own mom, so my daughter duties are impacted. I don't have the... Um, you know, a relationship with my kid, the kid that I raised, like to, uh, a fulfilling, a fulfilling mother's day is not on the table for me as a mom or as a daughter. Right. So, um, and the behavior that she would exhibit is just, you know, bizarre, hurtful, intentional, manipulative, um, you know, and she becomes a whole different version of herself on those days. And it's like, you know, over the years, um, you are traumatized by this. Your, your life has been impacted in a very negative way. Your habits and your organic responses to things are changed. And you dread these things that you may have once hoped would be become a, a tradition or that you once looked forward to. You don't want to have to explain it. You don't want to have to... Um, you, you don't want to, to be in a position where you have to do extra work. You don't want to be disappointed. You don't want to be stressed. You don't want to be, um, mediating between kids or, you know, cousins or whatever. You just want to pretend that's a regular day so that the, the level of shit is limited. And, you know, um, when you are raising a child that has no empathy and no remorse, um, no compassion and you're the nurturing enemy and the child comes for you out of uh, almost what feels like sport and um, you have no real tools to uh, deflect this on on Mother's Day especially when you look at your life and you feel slighted you feel empty you feel disappointed and you feel um, you know like the victim of a of a, how do I explain this? 
on those days, you really allow yourself, whether you mean to or not, you really allow yourself to feel sorry for yourself because most of the time, no one else does. No one else wants to hear about it. They've either heard about it for so long. They don't want to hear anymore. They don't believe you. They've been triangulated to, you know, kind of have, um, uh, a distance from you and a disdain for you. And, you know, it's just one of those days that you don't want to, uh, maximize or, or have someone else capitalize on what is already a very weary and unstable set of, of, um, maternal confidences. And they're highlighted very much so on these days when you are able to wake up and give it a go and you try your best and it goes to shit and you get petty yourself and you just want to vent about it and be repetitive. You want someone to validate you and it turns into a really gross and, um, not enjoyable experience. So then you say, I'm just not going to have the holiday. I'm not going to, I'm not going to represent, uh, it in my, um, plans. It's not going to be part of the schedule. We're not going to talk about it. I don't want you to, uh, bring home flowers. You say to your spouse, I don't want you to, um, you know, take the kids to go and buy a pretend gift. I don't want anything from their school, you know, whatever. Um, I know like there are countless examples, uh, in this community of, you know, the things that are done in school for Mother's Day, right? Like the little poems or the fill in the blank. Um, you know, what's your favorite moment? What's your mom's favorite color? What's your mom's favorite this? What, you know, what's your, what is your favorite dish that your mom cooks? What's your mom's favorite dish to eat? Blah, blah, blah. And I can tell you there are countless examples of, um, the child not answering even the questions that are very easy and that the child knows without a shadow of a doubt, the child knows the answer. The child knows that your favorite color is, you know, orange. The child knows that your, um, favorite meal is like chicken cordon bleu or whatever it may be. Um, and the child puts things like, I don't know, or she never tells me, or we never eat dinner together or something just, you know, really alarming and hurtful. And what happens is, um, we, feel not only guilt and shame because of what we know the interpretation of these answers are from the outside, but it just is defeating. It's so defeating and being defeated on a day that you're supposed to be thanked and that you're supposed to feel, um, you know, like all of your sacrifices and efforts are, are worth something. And instead you're given a host of emotions that are negative and, uh, you know, self deprecating and, um, externally invalidating and dismissive and apathetic. So, you know, I could drone on and on for hours, right? I could tell you guys a million stories. I could tell you about, you know, the incredible number of, um, posts and comments and whatever that I've read just in one day, just today talking about tomorrow and what they're, you know, uh, going to do to avoid having these negative experience experiences. But what I would prefer to do instead is I just want to tell you that you are beautiful, that you deserve the life you thought you were going to have. I want to tell you, thank you for every time that you 
were humiliated for every time you had to clean up piss or shit in your house, on your floor, in the closet, in your car. For every time that you were um, made to look like an abusive, um, inconsiderate, uncaring, harsh, difficult human that couldn't show love when the truth is so different than that. For every sacrifice that you've made, every time you didn't get your nails done, every time you didn't get your hair cut, every outfit you didn't buy, every anniversary you didn't celebrate, every moment that you looked forward to that either never came or was ruined, I want to tell you that you are still a good human being for all the times that you don't lose your cool, for every rational, logical conversation you attempt to have with family members, with your partner, with your child, with the school, for every parent conference you didn't have to go to, but you went to, for every argument and every um, attempt to give people an understanding of what they're actually dealing with so that they could provide better services to your kid, for every effort you've made that has been forgotten, unnoticed, for every thankless sacrifice, be it little or big, every dollar you have spent, every time that you took the, as my mom would always say, the burnt toast, for every meal that was questioned, that you made, no one enjoyed, they made you feel bad for it, for every time that you were just trying to simply take a shit and you couldn't even do that in peace, for every time that your spouse was, um, successfully manipulated and every argument that was caused for every holiday that was ruined every tradition that didn't happen that you tried to make happen or for every tradition that has been ruined for you for every vacation you couldn't take maybe I already said that for every time that you had to protect other children from your child protect other animals people's animals your animals for every meltdown that was humiliating and uncalled for just for attention. For every single disgusting bodily fluid of every teenager that you never thought you would have to touch every time you had to clean up blood, every time you had to deal with pads or dirty scalps and sexual connotations and innuendos and motivations that were beyond inappropriate and they were frankly scary that you had to confront, for every time your kid stole something and you had to deal with that, every church service that was inappropriately interrupted with content that should have never come out of your child's mouth, for every lie that was told about you and for every friend you have lost, I am sorry and thank you because I know you don't hear it and I know most people in your life don't even see it. And they don't want to see it. But I know that it's happening. I know that it has been a rough road. And that Mother's Day is no longer a precious moment, a hallmark holiday that you can request bubble baths or pedicures or brunch with mimosas. I know that those things seem like a distant past or a different life and like something you'll never have again. I want to give a special shout out and send my love and my 
admiration to those who have lost their marriages because of reactive attachment disorder, because of the system, for those who have lost custody of their biological children, for those who have lost their favorite, um, their favorite church community Bible study that they can't attend anymore. For those of you who have lost your careers, um, your sanity, but most importantly, for those of you who have lost yourselves, I hope that you can find a moment or strategy that gives you a little bit of peace today. Well, I I mean tomorrow. I mean Sunday. I mean on Mother's Day. I hope that you can maybe slip away and go to Starbucks or sit in your car and listen to, you know, your favorite show, watch your favorite show, listen to your favorite podcast or read a book maybe, or like go to the beach, the pool, go on a hike, just something that you can recenter yourself because you deserve it and your struggle and your efforts are real and you are not crazy you are not um you're not doing too little you're not loving too little you're not being too difficult you are doing the very best that you can in a situation that is absolutely impossible most of the time it is um deniable people don't even allow you the space or the respect to speak your truth and I know you feel alone but you are not alone and this season will pass and your life will return to some new version of normal just like with COVID like we may be wearing masks you may not make it out of raising rad the same woman or the same parent the same person you went into this journey as But you will make it out and this will be a distant memory for you at some point. There is light at the end of the tunnel. These children do become adults. They do go out and do their own thing and um, live in the world without parents like, you know, the rest of us had to do. And they make big mistakes and those relationships may change. But your season of misery and sadness will pass and for those of us out there that have good experiences and they've had breakthroughs and positive um, uh, positive advances in their relationships or in the habits that are happening in their household or with the child like you're doing it like you're doing it every day you're doing the best you can and even if it doesn't last like Congratulations for finding ways to reach these children, even if it's just for a time. Like, you have a skill set, you have a story that should be shared, and you are very much an inspiration to the rest of us. So, with all of that being said, I hope that tomorrow is a, a quick day for you, or it is a good day for you, it's a peaceful day, a relaxing day. I hope it is. it brings you a little something that you didn't have Saturday and that you won't have on Monday that makes it just a touch special because God knows you deserve it, right? So, you know, I am always thinking of the audience. I'm always wishing that I could reach more of you and just give you validation and affirm your thoughts and ideas and your experiences and... Um, 
I love you guys, and I'm always doing my best to be here for you. So uh, tomorrow I know is a tough one. It's tough for me. I miss my mom every second of every day. I wish things were different with my kid every second of every day. And, you know, these are the cards that we are dealt. So we're all going to be doing the best that we can tomorrow. And um, if you have questions, concerns, comments, please don't forget to uh, send those over. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and, you know, just find find a podcast episode that speaks to you. And if you don't, send me a message so I can make one. All right, you guys, happy Mother's Day. You're beautiful, you're strong, you're, you're valuable, and you are an exceptional human being for the sacrifices that you have made. I hope that everyone um, has a good evening and a good day tomorrow, and we'll talk to you soon.